Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money of M, 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Varity Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Hope your Monday's gone off to a great start. Let's take a look at what's on the radar for the coming days. And aside from, of course, the ripple effects of Russia and Ukraine, Chinese markets will be in focus this week, I understand, Ryan. That's right. So this is all around COVID-19 and it looks like another lockdown in another city and it is now Shenzhen. And this is placing the 175 million residents in the southern city of Shenzhen under lockdown to prevent a outbreak from just getting worse. So this is after virus cases doubled nationwide to 3,400. And this is on top of earlier restrictions placed on Shenzhen. And this is now going to last until March the 20th. So all bus and subway systems will be shut as well as businesses that are non-essential. And this is possibly going to weigh on the Chinese tech companies. Many of them have headquarters there. And it will be something to watch as we see the week unfold. The Singaporean me is going, ah, few thousand only. Singapore, 10,000. No. But they have a zero COVID policy. Mm, very different policy. Yeah, and of course, it comes with very... <laughs> tight restrictions once they start to clamp down on it. Yes, yes, very true. Uh, let's take a look at Tuesday where Vietnam is in the spotlight because, I mean, I love this country and it's reopening to tourists. It is. Interestingly, despite surging infection cases driven by the Omicron variant. So they we were one are, of the better ones at the start of... Yes, they had like zero deaths for the longest time, I think. I think at that time, there were some questions about whether the cases were underreported. Sure. And then soon, they came to light. More and more cases came mm. to light. Yeah. It's a big question mark when you look at all uh, the reporting standards across the world. But anyways, mm. Vietnam looking set to welcome international visitors. And of course, it's seen as a big um, boost to its economy. Many of it are coming from tourism. So it's something I think they have decided to balance, you know, how much do you decide to shut off the economy and welcome tourists and cope with COVID-19. So this is opening tomorrow. Also tomorrow, we have more Chinese headlines mm. and this coming through from data, a bit of a data dump. So we are getting data in the form of industrial production, investment in fixed assets, retail sales, as well as energy production. So what's special about tomorrow's data is is grouped between January and February. So two months released at once because of the Lunar New Year holidays being a bit of a statistical anomaly because many factories are shut during that period. So they yeah, try to group yeah. it together to smoothen it out. But what will be watched more closely is the impact of the Beijing Winter Olympics on the data as well as the Russian invasion in Ukraine. Yep, all of those developments still ongoing and definitely would have an effect. We are also going to be seeing some action on the property front in China. What sort of data are we expecting from there? We are getting some data in the form of residential home prices across the 70 major cities for February. So you might remember in recent months, Evergrande in the news. And alongside that, we've seen how the Chinese authorities have come up with measures to help to soften the blow of that ripple effect. So that will be watched to see um, if the measures have had any impact on prices. So that'll be one to watch on Wednesday. On, on Thursday, this will be the big one, the FOMC meeting. Everyone's been talking about since last year what the FOMC will be doing this year. And we are set, widely expected, for a 25 basis point hike. So this will be the first hike 
to pretty much start this series of hikes and just kickstart the tightening of policy. So this is where we are expecting um, them to also address what's happening in Ukraine, especially for the commodity prices escalating and adding to pressure for consumers, retailers, businesses, and all the commentary about where the path for interest rate hikes will be you know, do yeah it's going to be an interesting week banks wise because we've got a lot of central banks in action as well that is going to include the likes of the bank of england also expected to hike rates by 25 basis points to 75 or 0.75 percent and it is likely to also remain hawkish around all the pressure from inflation the bank of japan also set to be in action and this is on friday where they are expected to leave the monetary policy untouched still very much still on stimulus mode and Mm -hmm. this is given the ongoing weakness in inflation in japan so different slightly different picture in japan and the rba in australia we are expecting minutes from them from their latest policy meeting coming out tomorrow and this will likely reiterate the bank's patience in assessing whether inflation pressures will be you know, sticking around for a long term and also what is happening on the Ukraine front on the impact on its economy where, of course, Australia is a big exporter of commodities. And speaking of Ukraine and Russia, a lot of big brands are moving out of Russia or at least suspending their operations there. Among them, Starbucks, of course, which will be holding its annual meeting this week as well. That is going to be happening on March the 16th and this is where the coffee giant is going to be outlining its uh, post pandemic recovery expectations, so giving some guidance on the outlook as well as what's happening in Russia, uh, what's going to be happening on that front. And Starbucks has already included some agenda items, including how it's going to address workplace harassment, also how it's going to just upskill its workers, extensive workplace training, and this will possibly see Starbucks' stock price in action, and their share prices are down 34% from their 52-week high recently. Okay, on Friday, we've got a FedEx earnings preview and Property Guru making their listing debut on the NASDAQ via spec merger. Uh, Ryan, you've got a new segment for us. The number of the day. Drum roll, please. What's the number today? Number of the day is 3.14. Pi? Pi, because today is the 14th of March and 3.14 is pi. So celebrate pi day. (laughs) God, Ryan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.